You're listening to The Vine Podcast, episode number 36. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing why your blog needs more than a logo. Your branding is much more than just the logo file that you put on top of your theme, and I'm going to really break down why I believe that to be true and what you need to do to make sure your blog has more than just a logo. You love the time you get to spend creating content on your blog and connecting with your audience but building a brand and working on your website, that's where it can feel overwhelming. With all of the lists out there of everything that you should do, sometimes you just feel like giving up. But friends, there's a better way. When you spend time strategically thinking about your blog, you'll discover what is essential to build a successful and sustainable business and what's not. I'm your host, Madison Weatherill, a WordPress web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers. I'm here to help you think strategically about the brand you're building, connect with your ideal audience, and ultimately convert them into raving fans, the ones who actually make your recipes, interact with you, and make this whole food blogging journey worth it. It's time to design a business you love and remember why you started a blog in the first place. Hey friends, I hope you are having a good Tuesday if you are listening to this episode live, and if not, I hope that whatever day it is, that it is a good day. Now, if you are new to the podcast, I want to do a quick introduction. My name is Madison Weatherill, and I am the branding strategist and web designer for Grace and Vine Studios, which is a studio that I have built specifically for food bloggers. Now, I've been in the food blogger world for quite a while now. For those of you who have been around the podcast for a while, you know that I started out doing both my food blog and my web design business. And in the last year, I niched down to specifically serving food bloggers only. I do work with the occasional client who's not a food blogger, but for the most part, I attract and work with mostly food bloggers at this point. And being in the food blogger world, I have seen people cycle through logos over and over again. I've also seen people who don't really put a lot of thought and time into their logo from the beginning and their brand grows too quickly. And all of a sudden they have this huge brand with no logo. So they kind of have to play catch up to have a logo that they feel represents their brand that grew really quickly. And I want to just have this episode be sort of an honest conversation about why I think your brand and your blog need way more than a logo. Now, in last week's episode, I really broke down my whole process for creating a strategic brand. And I did that in order to give people who are interested in learning about the process of working with a brand designer sort of a behind the scenes look. But I also wanted to share that process for those of you who are are DIYing your branding right now, or maybe you are in a position where you need to just have a logo designed for you and you're not really ready to invest in the full brand strategy. So if you didn't listen to that episode, I would really recommend listening to that to get an idea of the process of getting to what we're going to talk about today, which is what your blog needs beyond a logo and why I believe that. So when you're designing just a logo, it's really easy to pick fonts or colors or maybe even design some icons or category graphics that are really trendy right now or are things that you love. But what happens when that font is out of style in six months or the watercolor brush graphics are no longer in style? Your brand is going to stop feeling like you and you're going to start to feel like you have to rebrand. There's this concept of fast, good, and cheap, and you can only choose two. You may have heard that before, but basically it boils down to you can have it good and fast, but it won't be cheap. You can have it fast and cheap, but it won't be good. Or you can have it cheap and good, but it won't be fast. 
So this isn't a conversation about the price of branding and what it should be, but I think it's really important to set the expectation that when you are really working on building a brand strategy, it's going to take time and it's going to be a bigger investment than if you were just buying a logo off of a site like Fiverr. But I think in general, a good logo is always going to have a strategy behind it. And oftentimes when you work with a company like Fiverr or 99designs, you're giving the designer exactly what you're looking for and they're going to create what you tell them you're looking for, but you may not be the expert when it comes to brand strategy. Now, if you are really digging in and doing the work to build that brand strategy on your own and then approaching a designer to tell them what you're looking for, you may be able to create something that's in line with both the brand strategy that you have and what you're looking for visually. But I think in general, using sites like that is a temporary fix for someone needing a logo rather than a permanent solution or brand strategy foundation for their blog. So when you are thinking about needing just a logo, you might be thinking about needing some files where you can put them on maybe the header of your website. Maybe you need a logo file for your business card or your media kit. It's really something that is a tangible item and file that you can store in your computer. But what happens when you have just that logo file is you might then struggle to create other graphics or update your website to reflect this new logo that you just had. Now, sometimes when you work with a brand designer, you might get a logo and a brand board, which will have your fonts and colors and that kind of thing laid out for you. But for many of the food bloggers that I know and have seen, it's really a struggle to take that brand board and implement it into graphics that you can use for your site. And so that's where having just that logo can be that band-aid solution for your overall branding because you're not able to take the look and feel of that logo and match it to other graphics on your blog. So then you might have a beautiful logo at the top of your site, but the rest of the graphics on your site or your Pinterest graphics really don't align with the branding of that logo itself. Apart from the graphics themselves that you might need to create from that logo, the biggest piece that I see missing when people attack branding from a place of just needing a logo file is that they're really missing that brand strategy. Now, you can really come up with that on your own and you can still have that even if you've just invested in the logo itself. But what I mean by your blog needing more than a logo is that even if you hire someone for just a logo, you need to be sure that you also have that brand strategy in place. I know that a lot of food bloggers grow over time and really develop that brand strategy as they grow, which is totally fine. But I think if you are spending the time to listen to this podcast, I think it means that you care about building a brand that connects with your audience and that is strategic in nature. And so I think it's really important to make sure that when you are looking at your branding for your blog, you are thinking about more than just that logo file, that you're thinking about developing brand messaging and really figuring out who your audience is and what your niche is, thinking about things like your tagline. And I'm going to go ahead and link to all of the episodes that I have talking about those different parts of the process in the show notes and in the blog post for this episode. But I just want to mention that all of those things are a foundational part of the brand strategy for your blog. And without them, you run the risk of really growing your blog slower and maybe it being something that eventually just you quit on because you don't have that brand strategy to fall back on and your audience is confused about what it is that you do and whether or not they can see themselves being a part of your brand story. 
It all boils down to really needing that brand strategy as the backing for any physical graphics or files that you're going to have for your site. Without that brand strategy, you may find that your branding doesn't reflect your blog in a few years or worse, even a few months. But when you really dig into that brand strategy first, you're going to be able to really have something to weigh those graphics against. Sometimes it's really easy for my clients to focus on what they like or don't like instead of really focusing on what the logo might do for their audience or what the color palette or graphics on their blog might do for their content. And so really having that brand strategy as the foundation first is going to give you something to compare the look and feel against. It's going to be a lot easier to say this is out of alignment with my brand messaging or the core of my brand than it is to just look at something and say that something feels off without really having the words to describe what it is that feels off. I hope this episode really shows you that your brand really does need and deserve more than just a logo. And it's really easy to focus on that brand strategy first and then attack the graphic side of your blog and the actual physical files or logos, colors, fonts, all of that stuff that you need once you have that brand strategy in mind and in place. That brand strategy is going to do so much more for you than even just the branding and physical graphics that you need. It's really going to give you that platform of connection with your audience that I know food bloggers really want to have. You really want to have those raving fans that love the recipes that you share and interact with you on Instagram. And someday when you decide to put out a digital product, they are lined up to buy it. And all of that really comes from doing this work and digging into your brand strategy and then having graphics that really align with that brand strategy. If you are at a place in your business where you know this is work that you need to do and you need support in that, I would love to work with you on branding or on custom web design, which will really just give your blog a foundation that it can stand on and grow on. It's really going to set the stage for what is possible with your blog and really give you a roadmap to connect with your audience through your blog. There are so many benefits that will come from having those deep, meaningful connections with your audience and brand strategy and the process of creating branding for your blog is really the first step to that connection with your audience. So if that's something that you're needing, I would love for you to reach out so that we can figure out what the best way for us to work together is. You can always go to my website at graceandvinestudios.com to learn more about the different ways that I work with clients and also what the timeline is for working with clients because I am often booked out a few months in advance and depending on whether we work together on branding or custom web design, the process can be anywhere from four to eight weeks. So if it's something that you are considering tackling this year, I would definitely recommend reaching out and getting on the schedule so that you can finally feel confident in your brand strategy and in your branding when you want to approach brands to work with them on partnerships or when you are thinking about creating digital products in the future. The brand strategy is really the first step to being able to accomplish all of those dreams that you have for your blog and this is going to give you the foundation that you need. So again, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, episode 35, all about my process for creating a strategic brand, I would really recommend listening to that to not only give you an idea of what it would look like to work together, but also to give you an idea of how you can make sure that you're really going through this process in a strategic way, even if you're doing it on your own. 
I hope that this episode was really insightful for you and I would love to hear what your thoughts are. I would love to hear if you have done some of this brand strategy work before and what have been some of the results that you've seen. Again, you can check out the show notes for all of the links and resources that I mentioned in this episode because I know I threw a lot at you in a little bit of a short episode, but I hope that you do this work. I hope that you dig into this brand strategy and that you really start making meaningful connections with your audience. All right, friends, that's all for today. So I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.